listening to episode 225 of the Ruby on Rails podcast. I am your host, Kyle Daigle. Um, I had a really great chat with Joel again this week. Excited to have him back talking about uh, what he's up to, what I've been up to, RailsConf if you're interested. So um, that uh, that interview uh, session went a little long, so I'm going to sort of jump right into it this week instead of doing much of an intro. Um, we'll be back every two weeks. That seems to be working out pretty well for us, so I'm excited. Thanks for all the great feedback from last episode with Brian, uh, talking about being a designer and using Rails. So uh, if you'd like to hear more about that, please hit me up on Twitter, kdaigle on Twitter. Um, I'd love to hear uh, what you think of this episode and what more you'd like to uh, hear from us. So anyway, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll go to the interview uh, in just a second. This episode of the Ruby on Rails podcast is sponsored in part by Casper. Uh, Casper is a sleep brand that created one perfect mattress sold directly to consumers, eliminating commission-driven inflated prices. Its award-winning sleep surface was developed in-house, has a sleek design, and is delivered in a small how-do-they-do-it sized box. In addition to the mattress, Casper also offers an adaptive pillow and soft, breathable sheets. The mattress industry has forced consumers into paying notoriously high markups. Casper is revolutionizing the mattress industry by cutting costs, dealing with uh, cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms and passing that savings directly onto the consumer. Uh, Casper is really cool. It has a really obsessively engineered mattress. It has supportive memory foam that cr- has created an award-winning sleep surface with just that right sink and just the right bounce. With over 20,000 reviews and an average of 4.8 stars, it's quickly becoming the internet's favorite mattress. Free shipping and returns to the U.S. and Canada. You can try Casper for 100 nights risk-free in your own home if you don't love it they'll pick it up and refund you everything designed developed and assembled in the usa get 50 dollars toward any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com ruby and using the code ruby terms and conditions apply thank you so much casper go to casper.com ruby to buy your casper mattress today This episode is also sponsored in part by Rollbar. I'm excited to tell you about uh, this new uh, sponsor of the show, Rollbar. We've all dealt with production errors and having to hear from users or digging through log files when something goes wrong. With Rollbar's error monitoring, you get the full stack trace, context, and user data to help you find and fix impactful errors super fast. You can integrate Rollbar into your existing workflow, Send error alerts to Slack or HipChat or automatically create new issues in Jira, Pivotal Tracker, Trello. Um, You can add the Rollbar Ruby SDK as easy as gem install Rollbar and get tracking your errors in just a few minutes. Uh, A couple cool features. You can send request data for any rack framework. Support for queue frameworks like Sidekick, Rescue, and Delayed Job. Configure Rollbar's front-end JavaScript SDK without having to install it manually. And you can deep link your GitHub repos, which I've used a ton it's really cool to be able to do that so you can get uh, links in your stack traces Uh, we have a special offer for the listeners this podcast go to rollbar.com slash ruby sign up and get the bootstrap plan for free loved by developers at awesome companies like heroku twilio kayak zendesk twitch and more go check out rollbar at rollbar.com slash ruby all right on to the show So, Joel, have you seen Moana? Oh, I have not yet. I have not. It's on my list. I've got a list of like 
three or four different uh, animated movies I gotta I gotta take in. Did you just see it? Yeah, we're like neck deep in children's Disney related visual things uh-huh. <laughs> and so while i was traveling this week to san francisco my wife turned on moana and uh for coop and uh my son and she was like oh my god this is the best movie ever so i uh, she like put it on again because my son like once he sees something he's like you know totally in he's 110 percent in uh until he like burns out on it and so, <laughs> so oh man we turned moana on last night first time i'm watching it and uh, i get to like a certain point and not like it's a spoiler movie or anything but yeah for the sake of those that don't want to be spoiled i get to a certain you know point that would impact parents more than anyone else and i'm uh-huh. just bawling <laughs> oh and man my wife looks over and she's like what's what's going on i'm like it's the travel i swear <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it, every so there are several movies that have come out lately that uh, some of my friends are like, oh man, it's the best. There's so much adult humor. Uh, my kids are like, what's going on? Why are you laughing? And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'll, t- I'll tell you later. So like my son is is still way too young to to get into anything that might actually hold some some value for sure. a, a person of my age. Um, but I tell you what, man. Your son is four, three. Yeah, three, yeah. Three, okay. So he's square in the age of, like you said, he gets into it 110% and will just beat it to death, right? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yep, and we'll watch it, I don't know, at least once a day, maybe twice, uh, (laughs) maybe three times a day. My son uh, spent about four months watching uh, an Elmo movie every day every day oh man and whoo yeah. i'm a little uh elmoed out elmoed out i'm a little uh elmoed out yeah for a while i was totally with you and then we ended up going to like a bunch of um like the new lego movie and stuff mm-hmm. like that like things that were like slightly new and we've like been backing off of some of those because like the more we watch it the more we're like wait a minute this isn't really <laughs> yeah. this isn't something we should probably be watching but nonetheless yeah 110 percent. so now i've got all the very catchy songs from that movie stuck in my head i'm gonna desperately try not to not to hum any of them <laughs> well all right so which brings me to this question where do you fall on Lin-Manuel Miranda oh no <laughs> well my wife is absolutely in love with the man and I think he's a very smart guy and everything but uh-huh. I just I can't help but I don't know I don't love him <laughs> like he seems like a very nice human being who's very yeah. talented but yeah. like I can't get into it like uh-huh. I, I and so we're going to see Hamilton for my wife's birthday in May and she is like over the moon has been listening to the soundtrack over and over and like I can't, like it's not bad it's Try just it. not I can't do it and then I listened to Moana and apparently so at first I thought that he got on because he if you don't know he wrote a lot of the songs for Moana and I that's thought why that, that's why I asked yeah. right and I thought that he got brought into that post Hamilton fame uh-huh. but he actually got brought into Moana before Hamilton came out and so when you hear the music for the songs he wrote like I was I was uh like four for four or whatever the number was I going he wrote that one 
he yeah. wrote that one he wrote yeah. that one because he has such a specific style mm-hmm. that uh, that either was because it both were written like both Hamilton and Moana were written around the same time I think yeah. so he must have just been in like a groove or whatever but like I said real nice guy like he seems like a really genuine smart dude yep. but like I can't do it man <laughs> alright so I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this I'm gonna get a well Anyone who's anyone who really really likes him, and I mean, most of my friends actually like are super super into him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, however, <laughs> I'm just gonna say, like I, I acknowledge his talent, I acknowledge his drive, I acknowledge how absolutely incredible the dude is. Here's the thing: so does he. He knows <laughs> he is that damn good. So, and and the 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 humbleness of him is a little faux humble, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, so there's a bit of insufferability there. Like, yeah, I get it. Hamilton's great, but when you turn around and you see him everywhere. And then he's in flipping Moana. It's like, <laughs> bro, I can't get away from you anywhere. Yeah, so I give. So listen, I'll give him. I'll cut him some slack on that because I definitely think that, like, if I were him, right, like, I, I think he's having his moment, right, yeah. and he's gonna wring every little bit out of that because. Uh. Because, I mean, I think he, like, I think if I were him, like, and maybe not, maybe he's going to do something that's going to top Hamilton or whatever. But I think, like, when you at, when you put something in the zeitgeist, like, you just have to wring as much as you can out of it because yeah. then you're done. Like, yeah. that's it. There's, yeah. no, there's no next rails. Like, DHH isn't like, look at me, I'm writing the better rails. It's like, yeah. no, I'm, I'm iterating on the thing I wrote. Like, because once you get thrown into that, like, I'm... I don't know. Like if it were me personally, like I'd be horrified. Like if I'm Zuckerberg, like I'm going to work on Facebook the rest of my life. Like nothing I do will be better than Facebook. Although I tell you what, man, if, if any of those guys are going to do anything crazy, this is the year to do it because there's some <laughs> messed up crap going on. Just, uh, just shoot, just shoot for the moon, I guess. Yeah. I mean, if the Cubs can win the world series Anything's and, possible. and uh, a certain somebody's running our country, uh, anything can, can pretty much happen. Um, but yeah, wouldn't that be funny if DHH was tur- just turned around one day and was like, no joke. I'm writing a web framework in PHP. And like the thing, the thing for me is like, it's not, it's definitely not like a judgment on like their, like, um, like skill, you know, like it's not like, I don't think they could produce something, but like, it's like when everyone does their startups or their web projects and whatever, and like, just do them over and over and over and over again. And then eventually one looks like whammo, you know, and I, I just can't, I can't think of very many people like besides like bands or something where like you get to do that over and over and over and over again, you know? Yeah. To, for, for somebody like you can, you can count, you can count people in one hand that have a bit of that Midas touch. Yeah. But I, I think when you do it once, it, the second and third time becomes a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the PayPal mafia group of, of folks, when you have that much capital at your disposal, then, you know, things get a little bit easier when you've got that, when you've got that reputation you can ride. Um, but some people are just like, yeah, they're, they're just that good and they just know what it is to, to be successful. I mean, even when you look at Evan Williams after Twitter, I think, or no, it wasn't after Twitter. It was before Twitter. He, 
he was on what was that he was on a was it blogger that sold to i think to so Google? yeah so evan williams was at blogger and then they went and uh, him and a, a couple of people went and did audio which was mm-hmm. like the podcast mm-hmm. network thing mm-hmm. and that went belly up and then holy crap they caught lightning in a bottle again and did twitter and you could say the same thing like Stuart butterfield with slack and and all that and i think a lot of that is the 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 sum of all the parts are greater than, um, you know, the whole. So, I mean, you know, you catch you, you catch a, catch that wave once. Maybe the the next few times are, are easier. Yeah, I just think the next few times are echoes. You know, yeah, like yeah. Medium is good or okay or whatever, but it's not right. Twitter, and it'll never be Twitter. It's impossible. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, I'm waiting for Twitter to be Twitter. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right, Joel. Thanks for coming back. I appreciate uh, I appreciate you joining us again. Oh, my pleasure. My it was pleasure. a good good first round. Now I realized I, I I think I called it out in one of the notes in the last episode, but I want to apologize again for saying the word shoebox a million times and then realizing that there was no dude. That's not was, on you. There was no way anyone was gonna get to that. <laughs> that's not on you. That's not on you. That's that's that was my. I just. Yeah, I, I let that. That's let that as much on me, if not more on me, than than you. So, if anyone didn't hear that, it is s h u b o x dot i o. Shameless plug. Ding yeah. ding. The the easiest way to upload uh, images directly to S three uh, for right. your your app. Yes. Awesome. Yes. All right, I just want to get that out of the way because I felt kind of bad last time. No, so no, it's not a problem. But I I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, are you going to RailsConf this year? Uh, so I would love to. I will not be going to RailsConf. So I have never been. Mm. Uh, presu- presumably, I think you've gone twice at least, right? Uh, uh, several times, yes. So, several like, w- w- would you uh, not to put you on the spot, but like, would you recommend it? Uh, g- generally speaking, or absolutely, yeah, why? Absolutely, I would recommend it. Um, so it, it depending on where you are in your like ruby slash rails life cycle um career like trajectory it you can get you can get whatever you need out of it so if you're a relative newbie you can go in and learn a lot like i spent a lot of times in the workshops my first few years my the first few times i went and just try to soak up as much information and get inspired and see what everybody's working on. So there's a lot of inspiration there. And then as my career progressed um, with Ruby and Rails, it was it increasingly became more of a networking and catching mm-hmm. up with old friends mm-hmm. thing. Um, and like, I would pr- like I don't have a ticket, but if I could like swing that time and go out there without a ticket and just hang out and and get together with people like that hallway track is very very valuable um and the community is still great very very friendly there's still a lot going on um so yeah i would totally recommend it it's just it's a really good time it's it's almost like it's as big as you want it to be or it's as small as you want it to be yeah um but uh yeah i would i would totally i would totally recommend it um so you haven't been no i haven't and are you thinking of going no <laughs> and this, to be fair that's not like a dig on rails conf really i just uh-huh. i i don't know i i think i'm relatively impatient 
Uh Um, like, and so I just don't really enjoy tech conferences, like in general, Mm -hmm. meaning like I, I, I enjoy sort of, um, like I'm, I'm the person that watches like the TEDx talks online and has no real interest in going to TEDx. Mm -hmm. You know, like I, I think that I've been to a couple of like language specific conferences, like Golden Gate Ruby and stuff like that. And they're not bad events. Like the events are put on very well. I just, I don't, I, um. And I do a little bit of networking or whatever, I, I but I don't really like get into it in that way. Yeah. Like, I guess I've never really also kind of like, cons- this is going to sound really silly as like the person that is hosting this podcast, but like I've never really like considered myself like a part of the Rails like community, like zeitgeist. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I just kind of like see myself as a Rails user uh, and I enjoy it because it lets me do what I do. Um, but I, you know what I mean? I, I guess I'd never really kind of like put myself in that, uh, circle of folks. And so, um, I generally like the conferences I've gone to in the past that I've really enjoyed have been like the more, um, design plus code plus yeah. question mark conferences and yep. not really the like rails comp or Ruby comp or, you know, gopher con or whatever. Well, but so like, I'm going to, I'm going to turn this back around on you a little bit though. So <laughs> by saying that you're not that you're not that type of person like by describing yourself as not like a uh hardcore like capital r rubyist or railsist or whatever you are among the majority there like there there are way more people that you know enjoy what they do dive into it head first they really really like it they write great code they they do their job they are involved in the community um but they're not like and i think you've talked about this before um i think with sean you're not like shipping open source stuff you're not like getting out yeah. there and doing like going on the talk circuit you're not like uh your personal brand isn't to get out there and be like rockstar rubius type person yeah Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what most people are like. Like I would consider myself among that same group. Yeah. So, um, there's, there's nothing that, and I, I think that's something that, I think that's something that people get caught up in a little bit is kind of the cult of personality and like, Oh, in order for me to be successful, I need to do X, Y, and Z. No, not really. Yeah. Right. You don't, you don't need to do that. Um, there was, there was somebody, there's somebody, an old colleague of mine who is now a, a bit of a developer celebrity. I won't name names, but, uh, (laughs) when he and I worked together, I remember very specifically him saying, no, I want to become internet famous and here's how I'm going to become internet famous. Mm -hmm. Uh, you actually know this person. I was going to say that person's name just came up at work when I was in San Francisco last week Yeah, because of that, because of that work. So yeah, exactly. So, I mean, and there are people who are like, and there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no, no, no. But like, so I just get this feeling like, oh man, I need to do this. I need to have a successful open source project or I need to have a successful blog or blah, blah, blah. No, man, you can just kind of chill and stay in your lane and do your thing. And yeah. And pop you know, your head up when you have something like that you're really interested in, you know, mm-hmm. like that, I think that's what, like I do give conference talks, but they're generally far and far and in between, you know, because like 
it's not that I necessarily think I don't have anything interesting to say. It's just that like, I really only enjoy talking when I'm talking about something I'm like particularly passionate about. Like I don't enjoy like trying to find something to talk about because I want to go give a talk because those talks are always like, okay. You know, and I'm, yeah. I, I'm sure I'm my heart's just critic, but still like looking back at talks I've done, it's just never really like really land. But like the ones that I like, the, like, for example, the one I gave at GitHub Universe around how we're using GraphQL. Granted, I get to cheat a little bit because it's my employer's conference. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. but that talk, like I was really passionate about that. And I got feedback I've never really gotten before um, because it was like you know, is something I really wanted to share, you know, and I think that came across. Um, and so like, I really give credit to people who like have that, uh, you know, have that sort of mentality. Like I have a couple of coworkers, um, Brianna and Eileen, uh, who are giving talks at RailsConf, um, both from the platform group at GitHub and like, uh, you know, they're like really interesting. Like I know Brianna's like talk is like something she's like passionate to share about, you know, and I'm sure Eileen is, is in the same case. And so I, I guess I find that to be like so compelling that I don't enjoy conferences generally when, um, you know, and I'm not, I guess I'm not calling out rails comp for this, but just like, I know there's a fair number of conferences where it's like the track folks, you know, yeah. it's the people who give the, like the same talk or slight variations of the same talk. Um, and they're really great people. It's just like, okay, well I'll just watch that at home. Yeah. Um, you know? And so I, I, I guess like for me, I, I think, uh, I, I really like, uh, I, I used to go to Valio con. I still don't know if they do it in San Diego. Um, but it was a really cool conference, uh, put on that was basically like, uh, like it, it, it's primarily focused for designers, but I find that to be so much more interesting, you know, because yeah. folks are like, they're really talking about something that they want to like put into the world, you know, um, which to me, I find to be like the, 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 the interesting, difficult part of what we do, you know, um, there's like the, te- there's, there's obviously a lot of technical problems that require a lot of really smart work. But, um, for me personally, my passion is on the other side. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 uh, I've, I've, I was just talking to some coworkers about rails comp this week. And so I was curious if, uh, you were going, cause I know that you had gone yeah. um, in the past. I, 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 w- I wish I could have gone. I, 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 I went last year to uh, Kansas city. Um, and I've never really spent much time in Phoenix. So yeah, if you don't know, it's uh, April 25th and 27th. So they're still selling tickets and it's in sunny Phoenix, Arizona this year. Um, so if you are interested in going, you're, it's still possible. Um, tickets are $600. This is not a paid spot, by the way, (laughs) uh, just in case you hear this and you're like, Oh, I I wish I knew more. Yeah. Um, I would, I would encourage anybody if, if, if it's possible to, to definitely go, even, even if you you know, pay your own way and expense it or whatever. I think it's a, I think it's a valuable experience. Um, I've always come away from it. Uh, very, uh, one of many things, uh, just really inspired or, uh, very learned. I feel like I, I learn a lot or hungover. So it's one of those three. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's, it's certainly a, a, a valuable experience. I wish I could go. I'll probably spend a, several of those days probably hold up at home with my headphones on watching it on like the live YouTube mm-hmm. stream mm-hmm. Um, or something. Um, so we'll see. Awesome. Yeah, that's what I, like my, my wife's birthday is like right then. So I don't want to take off for, uh, for Phoenix. And then we're heading to London uh, a few weeks later. So. Oh really? Yeah. Interesting. Very cool. Um, cool. What's going on? Uh, what's going on in your world? Any, um, any new things in the past couple of weeks since we last talked? Yeah. So the uh, let's see what what happened. So the last time we talked, I was working 
uh, on Shoebox doing some some uh, extraction there, and and was working with ROM RB ROM RB mm-hmm. the the ORM. Uh, that didn't last a whole lot much longer <laughs> after the fact. Do tell. <laughs> um, I really really liked it. It just got to the point where um, I sat back and looked at the effort and uh, the output and realized that the amount of time that I had to work on it was just fits and starts. And if I was going to get that particular piece of work done, I should just lean on the tools that I was familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, just I, I would clear, go back you, to you, it. You called me out on this when I was like, oh, I'm not going to use Vim. I, I have some, I have some sub tweets <laughs> from you about how you basically said, suck it up and learn it. <laughs> those are, those are 90% tongue in cheek. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so I've, basically you, 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 fell back, not necessarily because it was bad, but, or difficult right. to use just more that like you only had so much time and you'd rather go with a sure bet than yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny because I spent most of yesterday and today messing around with crystal. <laughs> <laughs> why, why do we do this to ourselves? Joel? I know. I know. But it was, I mean, it's a fun experience and I'm, I don't regret it definitely. And sure. I'm glad I did it. It's just, it's an interesting, uh, just ebb and flow of like, Oh, this is cool. And this is different. Oh, well, there's some warts over here and some things I'm not used to over there. And, you know, you go down four or five different paths before you find something that sticks. And uh, it turns into this fractal experiment like this, this, uh, you know, you, you branch off five times, then you branch off five times from that. And it just the time just gets sucked away. Um, so I'm like, OK, I know what I could use this for. And it entertain crystal uh, entertain me enough that. I could know in the future, like, oh, when, where could I use this and why could I use it? So that was, that the, the result was what I ex- expected, but, uh, maybe the experience I had with, with Ram a couple weeks ago kind of helped me just like pull myself out from it a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, like you, you kind of planted the seed the last time we talked, you, you had mentioned it, uh, in passing and I'm like, yeah, it's something I need to kind of, you know, poke my head in and, and take a look at. And it's, it's fun. It's, it's very Ruby ish, like to like almost identical. It's that there's a bit of like an uncanny Valley thing there, like where it's so Ruby ish that it's almost indistinct, indistinguishable. Mm-hmm. And then you go and write some tests and things are slightly different. Um, but uh, yeah, I had, I had fun playing with that. I would definitely recommend uh, people who really, really, really like Ruby to check that out. But um, if you wanna if you wanna stretch yourself uh, a little bit, then maybe skip it and go towards something different. Um, but it's a it's it's an interesting thing. It's like where how different does it have to be before it starts feeling like really really good or really really too out there mm-hmm. um like i know i mentioned haskell before so i'm just kind of like i'm not going to jump straight into haskell so maybe crystal was like the the dipping my toes into something just to kind of try something different but yeah it was fun i definitely recommend giving that a shot yeah i talked to mike Perham a while ago from sidekick fame and because he he was writing uh, a sidekick uh uh 
clone or client i forget uh mm -hmm. in crystal um and he had similar you know similar experiences with it i haven't heard of anyone really using it in a production environment i'm not saying it doesn't happen i just don't know of anyone directly right. um so like i'm curious to hear about that because i think i think i've been really skewed like my my technology senses have really changed since i've been at github for so long where it's like you know like i rarely stick my toe in anything unless it's like obviously yeah. proven <laughs> yeah uh yeah. you know whereas before i'd be like oh this looks cool and i'd give it a shot and try new gems and like you know f it who cares and uh even on like side stuff or like just stuff for fun i'm i'm very much like well this doesn't make any sense you know um it's kind of it's kind of funny how uh, much i've changed in that way over the years from just you know focusing more and more on my day job because previously i would definitely spend a lot more time sort of poking around and writing code on the side for fun and stuff but um nowadays i think i've i don't know i think i've hit that point now where it's like most 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 of my code is just done at work and when i'm done with work i have other things i'd like to entertain my time with yeah yeah i i how do i say this <laughs> it, I, I feel like it's a i feel like it's like uh, a thing that's not necessarily like uh i don't know i like i feel like the community is so big into you know oh well you're you know coding everything and you're like working on the side and have open source and you're contributing back and blah 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 and i'm basically like i write code at work and then i go home i spend time with my kid cook a dinner then maybe play a video game at night <laughs> I think I it's a healthy house on the weekend <laughs> I, to be perfectly honest with you. That's the, that's the good, healthy balance. And that's actually why you can stay so engaged with, with, uh, with work. I mean, how long have you been at GitHub now? Uh, four years, four years, man. That's a long time. I that's know a, I've passed, that's a lifetime. I've passed, I was going to say I passed the line now, you know, that's a, that's a lifetime in, uh, you know, in tech developer lawns. years. Yeah. <laughs> um, and to, to be to be honest, I wish I could do that. I wish I could bring myself into that sort of realm. And I think it's probably going to happen a lot more um, as my son gets a little bit older. But, sure. um, you know, stopping at 5.30 and turning my brain off and, you know, doing the same thing as you, cooking dinner and playing a video game. You know how long it's been since I played like an actual video game? It's probably been like <laughs> 10 years yeah. and I'm jealous. I'm, I'm jealous. I see like the new Nintendo coming out and I'm like, man, I kind of want to get that. Yeah. But then All I my coworkers are, are playing the new Zelda game and I didn't buy the console. And I'm, cause I'm like, it, realistically, I'm like, well, I have like two games, like physical games sitting on my desk that I could be playing right now and I'm not. And yeah. so it's like, what's the big rush? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I really, yeah. I don't know. I have to give myself permission to have fun <laughs> Oh man! sometimes. And I mean, th but that's not to say that the stuff that I do when I'm not like on the clock isn't fun. Like I have, I, I enjoy what I do where it doesn't feel like work. So like this weekend messing around with crystal or pulling some, random toy projects together it's still fun to me like it keeps me engaged so sure um to that end it's it's you know everybody has their thing but at the same time i would like to play a video game <laughs> <laughs> i was at gdc this week as part of a, a github presence at the game developer conference mm -hmm. in uh, san diego and um 
yeah, it's like meeting meeting all these people who build video games. I'm like, oh man, I'd love to build video games, and they're like, no, 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 just stay at GitHub. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, no, you don't. You think you do, but you sure you certainly do not. And I was yeah. like, okay, <laughs> dude, I could. I, I'm not speaking from firsthand experience, uh, but I I did. I lived with somebody. I had a roommate who was in the video game business up here in Boston, and man, brutal. Yeah, that's brutal. that's everything I hear. Just chew them up spit them out and there's a new person waiting to come in hungry to get into the video game business and as soon as one burns out like three or four people are waiting to to get into the business so holy mm-hmm. crap mm-hmm. it's a tough one yeah um, but yeah it is what it is so san diego you poor you poor bastard oh no the sorry if i said san diego it was only in san francisco mm. sorry mm. Which is, uh, which is coolish, I guess. Even uh, that's uh, that's terrible as well. I mean, <laughs> really going after our audience here. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's been what like five degrees the past couple of days up here. So yeah, this is true. Time. Yeah, it was definitely a shot coming back. Yeah. Um. So what's going? What else is going on out there for GDC? You're out there for GDC. How many days were you out there for? Uh, for a week. Yeah. See anything cool? Um, so like normally I really enjoy going to like the indie side, like the game, you know, the games from like self-published folks or really small developers. Um, and they had like a couple of really cool things going on. I think the big thing right now is just everything's VR, like everything's Mm. VR. Um, and I have a really good friend who, uh, is really big into it and he's going to be coming over with all his gas gadgets and gizmos and let me like, uh, give it a shot. Cause I've had a little bit of trouble in the past with the VR games that, uh, you know, um, like where the physical person moves in the game and it's not like in a container if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. if you're not driving a ship or a car or a boat or whatever like if you're just a physical human walking through a world i get motion sickness like instantly you know Mm -hmm. um and so like i haven't really like spent the money to get all this stuff because i'm super nervous about wasting all this money on something that's just going to make me vomit because i can do that on my own Mm -hmm. um so like I think I think it's been it was a really interesting conference but most of it was definitely really geared towards that. It was really cool to see like so Amazon has a game engine called Lumberyard and it's been out for a little bit and it's just really interesting to see them there like talking about that stuff because like in every other tech conference it's you know Amazon web services and this is basically the same thing but like everything has a gaming stint, you know, uh, mm-hmm. attached to its uh attached to its uh, you know game engine. Um and so like I don't know it's 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 interesting. It's a uh, it's, it's probably the one of the flashiest events I've ever been to. Uh, it's the second year I've gone there. Most of like the other conferences that I've uh, you know worked a booth for GitHub are definitely a lot tamer uh, than this one. This one had like an Oculus booth that was like a micro city, uh, you know, oh, and everything man. says Oculus from Facebook. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny now. Um, it's so I mean, it was cool, but it's just like, you know, yeah, exactly. Like nothing really kind of makes sense. And it's, uh, it's just very, it's very flashy and everything's like looking towards the future. And then you have like, you know, the smaller companies there, bigger companies there that just do little tiny bits of, uh, gaming or programming and whatever else. So I don't know. It's a, I, I would say it's an interesting, interesting experience, but definitely nothing like, you know, a consumer convention because everything is really aimed at people you know, artists and engineers working on video games. Um, but, but I mean, it was fun. The weather was great. Uh, <laughs> can't complain. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I know. Um, will you come up here for PAX? Um, I don't know, man. 
I I feel like I'm surprisingly introverted for being so extroverted. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I don't know. The thought of going to that conference, like, I don't know. I would need to take a week off after I I think it's something and it's not even like for because of like partying or anything it's just like that it's many humans that much going on that kind of thing it's a lot of humans have you been uh so i went uh, a friend of mine had an extra pass so i went for a day and i had my fill in a day yeah um it's the the have you been to the convention center up here yeah. in boston mm-hmm. so you know how big it is and how kind of sprawling it that main uh convention center is but Man, it was just people for for forever, and um, people who haven't showered in a while, and it's so tightly packed, and it's it's overwhelming. And I I would probably consider myself an introvert as well. I can fake it, um, but at the end of the day, you just kind of you got to turn your brain off and get the hell away. So, uh, like I would, I would say, you know, it's, it's good for a day. And if you go with your friends and you have a particular like area you're going to hang out in, it's, it's great. It's awesome. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, I'd recommend it, but just know what you're going in for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's yeah. <laughs> I feel like I need like a group to spread out the, mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know the social anxiety of meeting that many new people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you a board game person? Yeah, I love board games. Oh, there's a board game cafe down the street from uh, down the street from oh, me. Oh, you freaking hipster! Listen, uh, I live my life in the suburbs where <laughs> I have a pizza place in my town. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, goods and bads with, with everything. So, all right, what's coming up for you in the next month? Because it'll be four weeks before we talk again. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's a busy month. Um, got a lot of birthdays. Um, and, uh, my, myself, I turned 40. Uh, my son turns two, uh, the day after I turn 40. Um, and then, uh, yeah, just looking forward to April, man. It's gonna, you know, I'm looking forward to spring. Um, got one client pretty much right now. Um, helping them with, uh, some development stuff on their product team Mm -hmm. and that's been going really well um and it's been a lot of fun so i'm kind of in um like autopilot with that but uh yeah uh we're we're hoping to ship a new redesign and uh redev for shoebox uh by the end of the month we got some really good cool stuff in the hopper for that so i'm really really excited um working on the stripes stuff mm-hmm. uh this week and uh hopefully that'll that'll be done um soon but yeah lots of ruby um experimenting a little bit with other stuff um crystal like i said might jump in and try out some go and yeah just try and take it easy um make my way down to connecticut uh to see my mom so that'll be a, a detour uh but uh, yeah, awesome. it'll be pretty chill. Very cool. Awesome. Yeah, I'm. Uh, we're uh, spoiler alert. We're recording this slightly early because I'm out this week. I turned thirty this week, and so I am uh, gonna go pretend like I know how to live it up uh, 
and then regret it each morning. Uh, <laughs> Are you going? To, you're going to have some fun someplace. Yeah, we're going. Uh, we're going to uh, one of the casinos here in Connecticut. Uh, oh, great. For two nights with a couple of friends midweek. So I'm actually there for my birthday and with all the other old people who can be at a casino midweek. <laughs> oh, man. So it's like a perfect scenario for my <laughs> my social anxiety, basically, is there's going to be very few people and I'll get to hang out with a lot of my good friends. <laughs> oh, man. Congratulations. Happy birthday. Thank you. So, yeah. So uh, we're, we're, we're off and running then. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, I hope you have a good time and uh Take it easy. Yeah, you're not. You're not as young I know, as you used to be. I know. That's why I said I invited uh, my brother. Uh, my brother is uh, his birthday is a day before me, uh, but he'll be turning 21. Uh, oh my god! And so <laughs> I basically warned him, like, because at first we said, "Oh, well, why don't we do something together on your birthday?" Like, you know, because you know, you'll be turning 21. I'll be turning 30. They're both like milestone birthdays. And at first, like he was like, yeah, yeah, it's a good idea. And then like, I realized like, nah, that's a bad idea. <laughs> like, because I won't survive a 21st yeah. birthday party. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, I'm, we're going to the, uh, you know, the, the calmer version of, uh, not, not having to be 21 again. I, I did that once and that was enough. It's all good. You'll have a hotel room you can retreat to. to exactly. Be, to it, be with, your with, old with man my self. Own, exactly. With my own bed and not with like four people sharing the bed with me, which what is what would have happened at 21. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember my 21st birthday, not because it was that uh, crazy, but because it was that boring. It was just so unmemorable. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, hopefully your 40th birthday is a little bit more exciting and you can regale us of your tales of a date night with your wife or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Me and my rocker, uh, you know, I'm sorry. I can't hear you. Can you speak louder, please? Sipping prune juice. Uh, so. Oh man. Awesome. All right, Joel. Thank you so much. All right, Kyle. Talk to you later. you so much joel had a great time we'll be back in two weeks hit me up let me know what you think about the podcast what you thought of this episode what you'd like to talk about i'm still looking to get two more co-hosts and then maybe slip back to a weekly format um, so if you know of anyone that might be really great to have on the podcast as a regular guest host uh, feel free to let me know again you can reach out to me at kdaigle on twitter thank you so much for listening